Jeff Staley, the American investment banker and former JP Morgan number two, has been lined up as the next chief executive of Barclays. I'm Patrick Jenkins, financial editor at the FT. I'm here with banking editor at the FT, Martin Arnold, and also down the line with Ronit Ghost from Citigroup to talk about the implications of this potential appointment. Martin, we broke the story late last night around Barclays hiring Jess Staley as the new chief executive, yet to be signed off by regulators, but it looks like they've made their decision, assuming he can jump through the hoops, then he will be the new CEO, I guess, by the end of the year. Yeah, he works currently for a New York-based hedge fund called Blue Mountain Capital. Uh, He's a managing partner there, but I think all things being equal, he could move pretty quickly. And I think the regulators in the UK would like to see a full-time chief executive in place as soon as possible, given that there is some discomfort at the regulator at the Bank of England about John McFarlane, the chairman, having ousted the previous chief executive, Anthony Jenkins, and now having full executive control as a full executive chairman. They don't want that period to last very long. So Jez Staley is an American, born in Boston, 58 years old. He worked for 34 years at JP Morgan, most latterly running its investment banking business, um, one of the biggest in the world, and its asset management business, also one of the biggest in the world. Barclays did have a US investment banker in the form of Bob Diamond as its chief executive until it was undone by the LIBOR scandal and Bob Diamond was forced out by the regulator at the time. They then approached Jez Staley back in 2012 when he was still working at JP Morgan as a potential replacement for Bob Diamond but that was scuppered by the political climate at the time which was very anti-investment banking. And it would have been very expensive to hire him and politically unpalatable to buy out his options at JP, £30 million or something like that? Something like that. I think he might have been prepared to leave some or all of that on the table in order to get the job. But I think ultimately it was quashed by regulators. And I think inside Barclays, the advice was don't do this. It's a red rag to a bull for all the media, the politicians and the regulators. This will just be incendiary after everything that happened with Bob Diamond and the LIBOR scandal. But three years later, they obviously judged the interesting thing they obviously judge there's been a shift in the political climate in the mood of the regulator uh, you've got Mark Carney a former investment banker at Goldman Sachs himself as the governor of the Bank of England you've got George Osborne the chancellor of the Tory party fresh from winning the general election and a majority even albeit a small one and there does feel like there's a new mood or as the chancellor put it himself in the Mansion House speech earlier this year a new settlement between the politicians and the city and Barclays is now feeling like this time is right to go back to a US investment banker and all the signals that sends but it does seem to have worried some investors and Barclays shares were down a bit today so there's some confusion as to the signals being sent. Well let me bring in Ronit Ghost from Citigroup to give us his view. Ronit, quick question is Mr Staley a good choice? I believe he is a good choice yes. He may not for many investors be the perfect choice but he's a credible choice. He's obviously had a lot of experience in banking. Uh, He's got a lot of experience in the US And that was one of the criteria McFarlane, the chairman, had was U.S. experience. He's also got hands-on experience of both investment banking and asset management. And particularly on the investment banking side, I think having an experienced banker, someone who's run an investment banking business at the top level helps. Barclays obviously saw an exodus of senior investment banking management talent after Bob Diamond and Jerry Delmissier left Barcap. And subsequently, I think they've seen further attrition and 
senior levels. Having credible investment banking talent helps, even though Barclays is obviously not just an investment bank. And one of the questions we're getting a lot today from investors is, you know, does this mean a change of strategy? Does this mean that Barclays is not going to be a universal bank? We believe this uh, appointment of Jess Staley does not indicate a change of strategy. Um, if you look at Bill Winter's appointment at Stanchard, that indicated a change of direction, a change in approach, almost a change in business model. In the case of Jeff Staley, also J.P. Morgan alumni like Bill Winters, this will be continuation of the existing strategy of Barclays as a universal bank. And there are some questions for investors today as to whether or not appointing an American investment banker is going to somehow lead to Barclays being more focused on investment banking again, whether this means uh, there's going to be more capital put into the investment bank, more balance sheet. If this appointment is confirmed, that's definitely an area where Barclays will need to reassure the market that there is no change in strategy. So why do you think if the strategy is likely to continue, if he's a respected banker, why have the shares fallen on this news? Well, first of all, it's a red day or a down day in the stock market in general. Many bank stocks are down this morning. Barclays is down broadly in line with the market. It's down a little bit more than the market. But the reason the shares have fallen is this element of uncertainty. As I said, we believe that Justine is a credible CEO for Barclays, but there are questions because he doesn't cover all the bases that Barclays covers right now in terms of his background is primarily the U.S.-centric background, and it's uh, investment banking, asset management background. And so there is a very large retail bank inside Barclays. There is an African business in Barclays. And I think there will be some investors hoping that this does not signal a change in strategy back towards a greater focus on investment banking. European and U.K. investors and the regulators and politicians, they do not back a large American-style investment banking business model anymore. Maybe 10 years ago, that was different, but today there isn't really a broad-based constituency of support for that kind of business. And there will be some questions, if you're appointing an American investment banker, does that mean we're sort of reorientating strategy? Well, I guess we'll have to wait a few months before we find out for definite. But uh, in the meantime, thanks very much, Ronit, for those views. If you enjoyed this podcast, you might enjoy the FT's Banking Weekly. It's presented by me, Patrick Jenkins, and I'm joined by a team and an external guest every week. You can find this every Tuesday at ft.com slash podcasts.